You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hi, this is Kyrie Shelton from New York City FC, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to The Cooligans. Yeah, Cooligans! We did it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we ain't stopping, baby. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Kyrie and RJ. Yeah, our friends, RJA. Uh, our, our best friends, I would and call KS. them. And KS. Yeah, best friends. You know what? I mean, they, they want to be our best friends, and I'm like, you guys are so busy with the sport <laughs> uh, that you love. I, this was what I was thinking uh, as they were bringing us in. Yes. Uh, Kyrie is uh, number 19. Mm-hmm. That is his jersey number. Yes, it is. Uh, but his Twitter handle is Ky- uh, Kyrie Shelton 14. Oh. So. What, he minus five? How did he do that? What happened there? Huh. Maybe... Uh, is this an old college number? Do we have to... Uh, yeah, we might have to research this. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's a great great observation. Yeah. Poku used to be underscore Poku, underscore Poku. Yeah. And eventually they got him just the Poku. Exactly. If Poku can get it. If Poku could change yeah. his, not because of the numbers, I think Kyrie can represent his NYCFC club a little bit better. Come on, Kyrie. I, I think so. We oh. should have said this before they left our studio just now. <laughs> You know, because this is yeah. they do those they do those reads live. I'm not as I'm not as offended uh, as I'm not offended as a fan. No, not at all. No, nor I, should you be. I'm offended as someone who focuses on their social media management. <laughs> brand <laughs> management is very important. You're, so you're, you're, you want to be on brand at all times. <laughs> you know, I can't. I I, I tried to get uh, so my my Twitter handle is Chris Polanco, and when I signed up for Instagram, Instagram, I wanted Chris Polanco just to keep it all uniform, and it was taken. Yeah, and. Uh, a vein of my existence that you don't have the same one for both. Well, it's a it's a bane of your existence, not a vein. Is that true? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the saying because right. it, you know it's not a it's not a penis vein of your existence. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Cooligans with just Alexis. <laughs> Is that true? A bane of my existence? Yes, I've been bane. saying that wrong. Yeah, you have, and then, that's why that's why we do this show. That's why we do this together. <laughs> just two to, ESL to, kids to correct uh, Alexis's <laughs> American idioms. Yeah. So you can <laughs> now. I have to Google idioms. To <laughs> Make sure you're not offending me. <laughs> the it's fuck not, did you call me? It's not a. It's not a, an insult at all. all. Right. I swore again. I promised I wouldn't on this show. I did it. Again. But you know, it's it's because you did I, it first. You called me an idiom, so it's a lot. <laughs> I do upset you very easily. You do. You get. You can find a way under my skin. I think most people can find a way under my skin pretty quickly. But you do it uh, almost as if it's a sport. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, I I remember when I was a uh, a kid, when I was especially in junior high school, when I was like growing into my own personality. Right. Uh, one thing, and I, this was I was developing a sense of humor. I would be very sarcastic. That was the thing. I was labeled very sarcastic. I could see that. And but uh, but because of it, I was also labeled annoying. Oh, people, really? People would constantly call me annoying, and I was just like, <laughs> so this is junior high school. Junior high school, what? Uh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, right? Yeah, uh, I didn't go. I went. I went. My school just went to eighth grade, and then I went to high school. Uh, so I didn't know what junior high was. You just explained it to me. Yeah. So uh, high school for me started in ninth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Okay. So we yeah we did the same thing. But I didn't have a junior high. I oh, you were in one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. That, that's some. Uh, well, anyway, in grammar school, what happened? Uh, so I was I was like aware. I'm like I don't like that I am labeled this, and, <laughs> and you know how. When when kids go to a new school, they're like, oh, "I'm gonna get a new, new outfit, yeah, yeah, new personality. New, like, I, I'm gonna have a new haircut. I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be a whole new person. <laughs> no one knows me. I'm gonna get earrings. I'm gonna be the coolest kid. Yeah, 
in school yeah uh so i asked my mom to get an earring she said no uh, <laughs> uh all right just a haircut and outfit <laughs> new personality but one of the things i did consciously want to change was not being labeled as annoying i wanted to be funny but not be thought of as annoying and i, and I was very aware of every social dynamic to yeah. not be called that again because it was it was the vein of my existence oh <laughs> I would say that's a callback <laughs> that hurt my heart. Uh, were you? Did you? Were you able to sort of break away from the uh, sarcastic? Yeah, up until the Cool Against podcast began. <laughs> yeah, uh, I and then would... boy, did you just jump right back on that horse? Uh, you didn't even no. Take yeah, a sec. everyone loved me until that moment. Until that moment. <laughs> well, I uh, I was always labeled as uh, as sarcastic without knowing it. Uh, the school I went to for seventh and eighth grade because I had to leave the previous school because of some issues. Uh, really? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Shocking. I want to uh, know these issues. I had nothing crazy. Okay. Uh, just, you know, sometimes you do so many things that are wrong <laughs> that they ask you to please not come back. Sure. Like fights? You yeah, kind of. Okay, uh, a couple right. things. Happens. I'm not going to talk about it on yeah, here. But yeah. yeah, when you grow up in Newark, you do Newark like things. If you grow up <laughs> in a farm, you learn how to farm is all I'm going to say. <laughs> if you grow up in Newark, you learn how to Newark. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, Anyway, 7th and 8th grade was a new school. A little bit of a tougher school. Uh, but the one thing about them is they didn't do a yearbook every year. Did you have a yearbook every year? Not for the seniors. Not See? For, not okay, for... the school I went to every year, everyone got a yearbook. It okay. was, every class was in it. Sure. So the and school... I mean, I... But it would be sad because then some people wouldn't make the next year's yearbook out of... Because they would have passed away. <laughs> yeah, passed away. They, all, they got shot during a basketball game. Uh, and we made a movie out of it. You began laughing before you finished the line. I even and smacked the microphone. I was so did. giddy about getting that joke out. Oh, it was so good, though. And I thought you were going to be honest. I'm like, oh, is, does he know my life story? And then uh, anyway, so this school's seventh grade. I didn't get a yearbook. So I was like, oh, that's weird. But then eighth grade, it was just us. And I'm like, where's all the other people? You know? And they were like, uh, they did superlatives, which I just found out what that was. Uh, uh, like a couple weeks ago, superlative. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that's what it was called. But sure. um you know, they're like, oh, this person's most likely to be this. Yeah. But they didn't do that. They did, what if this person didn't blank? So, you know, uh, one of the kids in school, Joe, was six foot four in eighth grade. And they're like, what if Joe wasn't so tall? You know, something like that. Uh, my favorite was the girl who the girl who was the editor. Mm -hmm. She was in my class. Uh, she was a ballet dancer. And no one cared, you know. And she would always <laughs> do, like, ballet stuff and be like, ugh, right? Uh, she She made hers, what if, whatever her name was, didn't dance so gracefully. Oh, man. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Which this will piss you off even more when you hear what she said about mine, which is what if Alexis took anything seriously? Wow. How strong is that? Pretty condescending. For eighth grade. <laughs> I, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I take things serious. It's a very, it's a big requirement to take things seriously in eighth grade. You're, I mean, you're not allowed to be a child. The weight of what she just said was yeah. immense. I was like, "What? This is how people view me?" Yeah, but and, and also that that uh, uh, twist on the superlative is actually there's a lot more room for insults. Oh yeah, no, no, there's <laughs> there's not a lot of room for being nice. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the one that the one kid that no one cared about, uh, or the she was a girl. No one. She was like really smart. No one messed with. Like no one cared. Okay. She was like the nerd back before nerds were cool. Mean no, meaning no one bothered her. I mean, no one, like, if she was doing something, we'd, like, break it, you know? <laughs> you know? Okay. Like, if she Oh, was, yeah, so you're mean there. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so you did care to make her life a living hell. Kind of, which is, like, <laughs> stop being so smart. Like, you know, she was one of those that would, like, do, like, 
Like if we all like drew the planets, she would come in with like a diorama of the planets. Okay. And I'd be like, take the sun. I'm taking the sun. There's no sun in her. And then we'd all like draw dicks or something on the back of what she did yeah. without her knowing. Uh, she was a cool girl. Very nice. Uh, and, you know, we were very sure. mean to her, but she laughed it all off. And I think now she's in therapy. Actually, to be completely honest, she died from a drunk driver. So I really? don't, yeah, well, oh, my man. first year in high school. So right after graduating eighth grade, I felt terrible uh, of all the things we did. But anyway, she threw a party. She threw a pool party because her, her family had a pool in the backyard okay. uh, and nobody wanted to go and then it became one of those like high school movies where we're like why don't we all go to this party and just make it like the most banging event of all time and we just went into like this massive party and she thought it was like the coolest thing ever and no one told her that i mean none of us did it like we started out doing it out of spite but then we all just really had a good time at her place yeah. and you could tell it meant a lot to her <laughs> remember like 12 months less than 12 months later she's dead so <laughs> keep that in mind uh her and her mother by the way uh terrible story oh my god <laughs> it's a terrible story by the way drunk driver broken arm uh, I'm so glad you brought this up. Actually, yeah, yeah, I like to, I like to bring everything to a halt. Why, why just be a, be a feel good story? Well, anyway, I mean, again, look, listen, you never know when your life's gonna end, so have fun. But anyway, we all went to the party, and uh, all she was known for was being smart in that party. So the her superlative was like, terrible, what if terrible thing to be known for? Yeah, what if, what if she didn't throw such great parties? Was the superlative <laughs> like that's all she ever had for eight years? And that's remember, a, I met these kids that, two years, and that's her legacy. Her legacy was that. Dope dope parties. Yeah, <laughs> dope parties. She didn't even get a chance to yeah. get a new superlative. No, <laughs> no. She could have She could have stayed back a year. Oh, and man. And by the way, she was coming back from like her like third job. She worked like three jobs to help. It's such a sad story that it's she a, passed yeah, away. It's very sad. And I feel bad that we made fun of her a little bit. Now um, on to the MLS playoffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> speaking of uh, dead in the water. Uh, <laughs> no. Some of these... <laughs> Oh my god! I feel so bad about everything I'm saying. We just got to keep going forward. <laughs> like you can't, you can't no. look back. You can't look back. <laughs> Let's push forward. I literally covered my face <laughs> and said no. I said, "Oh my god, <laughs> did he just say that?" Uh, uh, other other things that have come crashing to a halt uh, are <laughs> the some MLS teams in these MLS playoffs. Teams, yes, uh, I'll start with Seattle. Uh, Seattle Galaxy, Seattle versus the Galaxy, uh, which I watched. Big matchup. Uh, yeah. Huge matchup. Okay. Uh, can Seattle finally get the monkey off their back? You know, mm-hmm. can they finally beat the Galaxy? The answer is yes, and in boy, what a fashion. Yeah. Those first 20, 20 minutes were just goal after goal after goal. I mean, you didn't get a chance to see the match, but I, I you watched the highlights just mm-hmm. now, and I kept saying, look at the timestamps on these goals. It's like four minutes, five and a half minutes, like 11 minutes, 13 minutes. Like, it was a nonstop goal fest. Um, I will say Eric Freiberg. That that last goal he had just one times it, it like what just on the outside, just inside the box, just inside the box. It was it's a big time shot. That I, not many people would have. You know what? Here's the funny thing about that shot. If that shot skies over the 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 goal post, you're like, why do you the crossbar? You're like, that's a dumb move. Pass yeah, exactly. it, trap it. It was such a beautiful outside of the boot, curls so far, it goes up, and then it's it literally like pulls itself down. It it put Ricketts like Ricketts thought that that would go. It, it, it looked it, like it was gonna go. Yeah, out. the keeper was just standing there like, "Why? Why is everyone cheering?" <laughs> oh, it turns around. Oh my god! Oh, when did that, how did that happen? <laughs> did, did the ball boy throw that in there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looked like the goal was gonna hit someone in the 18th row in the face, and it just it, forced it just, itself back it, down. Exactly. Yeah. It looked like a video game. It looked like a video game. Uh, I I I will say. So this is the, this is the first time I'm really paying attention to the yeah. MLS playoffs, and I also I read this. There's this is great article about uh 
uh, this website called MLS GB. Have you ever heard of this? Great Britain. Yeah, Great. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a it's a group of uh, kids or young adults. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about this in the second segment. But uh, let's okay, do it. but but uh, so but but they gave me a, a new perspective on the MLS playoffs that I, you know, in you know, in the beginning of uh, you know the inception of the Cooligans, we were very much uh, talking about why isn't MLS similar to the Premier League? And, yeah, and in, in in format and and uh, and structure and all that stuff. Yeah. And they made a great uh, point. Uh, so they, there was an article written on, in the New York Times about uh, about this website and this group of people. This fledgling group of uh, British fans British, of the MLS. Exactly, yeah. which is, I, I imagine there's not that many. It's not a big, uh, there's, a, there's a really good, um, there's a really good MLS uh, video podcast. Um, two Irish guys. Uh, okay. In Ireland, and it's I believe it's called uh, MLS IRE, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and they follow the MLS, and they they're two dudes sitting in chairs uh, with I believe a blue screen or green screen behind them, and they have like scarves of a lot of the different teams. They're not a fan of any specific team, but they seem to be fans of the league. They break down the league and the games. Sure. It's a lot of fun to watch. I mean, there seems to be some interest from Europe, but it's like counterculture at best, I think. Okay. Yeah. So the one of the points that they made about uh, about the uh, MLS Cup playoffs is. How it is so uh, you don't know who's going to win. You don't. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very unexpected. Uh, uh, the results. So uh, it it adds a, a a different layer of interest compared to the Premier League, which is you kind of already know who's yeah. gonna. A few teams will surprise you, but you know who's gonna finish exactly. First so and, and they were really comparing the two, and they they found the MLS more entertaining because it was capable of surprising them more. Yeah. Uh, which is I never really thought of it that way i just saw oh like after i read that i started thinking like it's kind of interesting how we have we sort of have both we have because we do have the supporter shield so there is a reward for uh, being the best team in the league yeah you you uh uh you get automatic bid into the champions league the Concacaf champions league right which the Red Bulls won uh, two years in a row, I believe, or two out of three years, 2013 and 2015. Yeah, exactly. Two out of three years. So there's a... There's Congratulations, a, you guys. Uh, <laughs> so that we we have sort of uh, both kind of... We have a, 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 a sort of like we have our regular season and we have that league and there is a, a crown champion of it. Right. And there is a reward for it. And it's like right after the league is over... We have the Champions League, and now yeah. Fight. Which here's the thing: we're we're a really large country, mm-hmm. right? England can neatly fit into New England, you know, and they have so many teams. Yeah, and you have all these other countries that are really small. I mean, we could fit a large percentage—not a large, but a good chunk of Europe—in the United States of America. But because we're one big country, we don't have you you know the UEFA Champions League. We don't have all these different countries playing each other. Yeah. Now ideas have been tossed around of like regionalizing the MLS. So as opposed to making it east and west, you can have like east, west, north, and south. And those divisions never play each other. They only play themselves um, through the entire league. And then that becomes the Champions League of next year. Okay. You know, whoever finishes and say the top two in each of those. That's like, that's a rumor. Like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not, not official, not going to happen. Um, and yeah, I mean, even though we have the CONCACAF Champions League, it's not as... I don't even you know, know when it's on. I have no idea. Yeah, it's not as not nearly it's as difficult to follow. I mean, yeah, and dude, I mean, who wants to watch, you know, like a team go play someone in like Honduras that you've never heard of, you know, in yeah. a, in, a, in a dog race patch of a of a pitch, <laughs> you know, like I mean, I've seen some of these like sure. usually they sometimes they post photos of like you know the, the Angl- greyhounds are running around. Them, <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, don't touch those greyhounds. Those are those are our reserve team. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you have. Uh, 
you have like you know the the locker rooms are like a couple of those like plastic lawn chairs that you can get at yeah. any store and just like barely tiled and i'm not making fun of those clubs but i'm saying you know it's not nearly as sort of romantic or as exciting as the idea of like you know psg playing you know yeah. real madrid the, the, like that's for for a champions league the leagues in several places have to be uh uh very good. Very good leagues. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have to be. And by the way, those teams run run all over us. You know, like yeah. we, I mean, only, I think the Galaxy were the only team to actually make it to the CONCACAF uh, Championship final. If no, I'm no, mistaken. Montreal made it. This and year. Montreal made it last year. That's right. Um, and uh, maybe LA Galaxy was the only one to win. Did they win? I don't think they won. I don't know. I would have to look that up. We should know that. Um, but anyway, nonetheless, what I'm saying is it's like, you know, it's not the it's not the kind of uh, match you typically wake up and, and go nuts for. So, um, But with that said, we were talking about the Galaxy and Seattle. Yeah. It was a great game. Oh, my God. Way to put us back on track. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely great game. Uh, what I love about it was all the goals going back and forth. Um, and you know what? If you're a fan of Seattle and you're a fan of Eric Freiberg and you stuck by the guy, boy, did he make you look good. But yeah. some of the other matches, I think, were just as exciting. I didn't get a chance to watch them, but you got to watch. I saw a couple. Yeah, you got to watch the one I w- really wanted to watch, which was the Canadian Championship, if you will. That's right. I did see uh, Montreal yeah. uh, Impact against Toronto FC. Uh, oh man, dominant! It was a good. It was a good match. Yeah. Uh, Montreal incredibly dominant which you would not have expected D- definitely not but Javinko is the face of the league and they're saying that he saved the league and that you know he's making other people want to complain it's, here and, that drug was like i ain't having it dude. yeah and you have like a, the, the impact couldn't win a game you know before <laughs> drug showed up yeah and you've got michael bradley and you got josie outdoor both starting i mean you got Javinko. ah why no. even? Why even play the game? Montreal don't even show up, and then boom, three nil. Yeah, I felt I felt bad for Bradley. I mean, it, some of the goals that they were giving up, he just seemed so disappointed. Yeah, uh, was it? I mean, you watched it. Was it their back four, or was it the whole team? Well, I thought Montreal was putting on lots of pressure. Lot, really, I mean, just a ton. Uh, even even when uh, Toronto tried to get the the like the ball out of their half, or yeah, there was just there was always a Montreal player receiving it or or, or cutting in front of somebody. Uh, but the goals themselves, I mean, look, I feel like the, that pairing of uh, of uh, Piatti and and Drogba, it's like they don't. It's also an an MLS issue where de- defending in MLS always is you know a big concern. Yeah, they they're, they're very not, rickety. We're like on a rickety ship. Uh, they're they're Donovan rickety. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boy, on that Eric Freiberg goal, you came ready to play, Polanco. I'll tell you that. So, uh, there. So there were a few. The, the definitely Drogba's goal. Just they just didn't mark them. I mean, uh, they 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 had the ball in the box, and there somebody should have been at least looking yeah. at him. <laughs> yeah, at least <laughs> maybe just put uh, your hand back. It was put a, your hand on him. It, you know, a quick cross, and he just ran in and just basically tapped it and in. Let me say something about Drogba. I mean, yeah, he's a legend, and I know he's thirty eight. But a guy like that, having played as many years as he has, he's great at one thing more than anything else, and that's spacing. Sure. He knows. I thought you were gonna say dancing because oh my some God. of his post game uh, dances. His dances. Been... <laughs> I like when he made all the kids dance. That was funny. He yeah, made yeah. all the, the U team dance. Mm-hmm. But um, the one thing about him is that he understands, and this is something that they've said about Wondolowski that he's really good at. And this is typical of poachers. So you wouldn't think of this for Drogba, but 
poachers kind of like Chicharito and, and, and Wondolowski, they kind of know where to place themselves. Um, or they understand to like get close to you. And then right before a pass is made, he kind of peels off you. Yeah. And he doesn't give you enough time to react. And the next thing you know, he's open. Drogba seems to, I know he's had that his whole career, but it seems to be the focus of what he's doing now. I mean, he can run at you. He still has that skill. Who knows how long he's going to be around. He's still but strong. I, he's still I, yeah, stronger he's than a, a lot of people. Yeah, I will say this. If you are a fan of good soccer, watch the MLS playoffs whenever Drogba's on because he has dialed it back to before he left Chelsea. He is playing at a very high yeah. level. He must love that color blue because, man, <laughs> he knows what he's doing out yeah. there. I, I, I enjoy the character that he's bringing uh, to the team, to the league. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he's giving, you know, we and we were talking about this uh, early on where, like, you know, why can't, uh, uh, you know, some of, our, you know, the, the our soccer players be more like, NBA players, or NFL players, where they have this, they have a lot of character, a lot of personality. Like yeah. the, they're, they do uh, silly things on social media, social media, and be more, more uh, interactive. Yeah, yeah. I, and and uh, Drogba is doing exactly that. I think he like w- they just put out another uh, video of uh, of him dancing to uh, uh, with the with the team in the locker room to some Congolese song about selfies. Yeah, yeah. And he's dancing with the team. So, but just imagine what a locker room uh what a, a, a person like that will do to a locker room. Just unite people just like yeah. he's he's he looks very laid back but serious about but it. But he's making them bond also. Exactly, exactly. And you know what's funny? It's a very non-American sports thing. Mm-hmm. If you look at an NFL locker room, it's everyone be as serious as possible, focus on what we're about to do. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like going into unless war. It, unless, unless it's the Jets and then you just punch <laughs> your quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you do whatever you want. Bedlam. <laughs> Bedlam wins on the Jets. Um, but like, you know, for the most part, it's like guys take, taking themselves a little too seriously you know in soccer it's different man you got to be out there you got to be loose you got to have fun you kind of got to be you kind of shouldn't think too much in soccer you got to let the game come to you and and you got to force you know you don't force too much and man is he doing that and it's fun to watch a lot of things that apparently we don't have on nycfc (laughs) and if what we heard is true at the game that you know the play the, the the training is the way it is uh where we really don't have a focus and all those things if any of those things are true then I'm ready to be on the Christ out ship, by the <laughs> oh, way. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know who that person is. I've tried to trace he or her down mm-hmm. uh, to see who they are, you know, uh, so I can ask more questions when we're not a lot of people are around yeah. um, to get some things confirmed. I haven't been able to find them. Uh, so if you know anything about that person, I, well, you and I haven't spoken about this yet. No, but, no, we have not. Uh, you, we heard some things. We heard some rumors that uh, we've heard before but have been kind of confirmed mm-hmm. um, about some things that aren't happening uh, in training. So a lot of these rumors of the uh, coach being fired – Seems like they're pretty. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? They're 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 substantiated. Sure, you know a bit as to why. But anyway, that's NYCFC stuff. The playoffs are great. Please watch the Audi <laughs> MLS Cup playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, two other games that were great. Uh, we'll talk about these quickly so we can get. Yeah, to the yeah. Next uh, DC United against New England. DC beat New England two two yeah, to one. Jermaine Jones, uh, I believe, knifed. <laughs> the uh, the ref after getting yes, a red card. This was a, a a game. It took place in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, the ref had a gun. <laughs> so uh, another good match. Obviously, very uh, chippy. Chippy. Uh, but uh, I mean, Jer- Jermaine Jones it seems like he's always on that edge. Yeah. And I, now he's done I, it. He's done it. I, I never really so I never really saw that out of. I never witnessed the game where he was. He, I, I didn't know he was such a hothead. My but, biggest fear when he plays for the national team is that you know he is. He seems to be like the easiest one to get to get a red card. Yeah, but it, yeah, I, I, from the national team games, I've never I've never seen him do anything like that. Like no, this is that been, extent. This yeah. was. 
I, I he's mean, an older player. You figured he would not do that. Just, Smart guy. Just uh, incredibly, you know, just like childish, immature, uh, uh, irresponsible. Yeah. I mean, also like very uh, entitled. Yeah. You so know, like, uh, listen to me. I know what I'm talking. And if about, you did, if, a... if you didn't see it, uh, uh, Jermaine Jones, he had. Uh, I think he went for a, he went for a cross. Yeah. And the defender, uh, it went off his arm. Yeah. I mean, it clearly did go off his arm, but it wasn't a handball. He had his arms to his side. He didn't have an. Uh, according to the rule, if you have, if your arms are to your sides, you're not making yourself big. Yeah. Uh, and the ball hits your arm. It's and you don't have any time to get your arm out of the way. Right. That is, it is not a handball. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't attempt to block the ball with his arm. The ball, it, it went to his yeah, arm. Yeah, cannon into his arm. Correct. Not a not a not a handball. Not a handling of the ball. So as soon as uh, it, this happened in the box, I mean, it was, you know, it must have been like the 88th minute. It was. They were down to one. He he obviously he wanted any kind of. Yeah. If uh, every Revs fan in the world wanted that to be called, because of course, yeah. why wouldn't you want that to be called? So as soon, I mean, as soon as it happened. He essentially stopped playing soccer, immediately ran to the referee full speed, yeah. like he was about to tackle him, started screaming in his face, yeah. immediately got, uh, I don't know if it was the second yellow or he got, a, uh, he definitely got a yellow first yeah. and he did not, I mean, he put his hands on the referee, kind of pushed him a little bit yeah. and immediately read right. out. And then after that, twisted the guy. Because the guy walked away from him. That's right. That's then right. he grabbed his arm and sort of swung him around so he can continue to yell at him <laughs> to his face. Uh, yeah. No one turns their back on Jermaine Jones. <laughs> no one. Not even the guy who you shouldn't touch or you're going to get fined. Very, very crazy. Just yeah. uh, uh, He put up a message on Instagram saying, kind of alluding to the fact that he's gone after that, which I hate for that to be his last... Yeah, uh, thing. But I mean, look, the guy's obviously the guy obviously turned around. That that'll be his uh, legacy. What what if Jermaine Jones didn't lose his fucking mind? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be in his yearbook. That, yeah, that'll be his yearbook. <laughs> That's his superlative. Uh, what if he didn't dance so gracefully? Let it go, Nancy. <laughs> Let it go. Um, yeah, I mean, Jermaine Jones and like, Revs are out. Uh, it's looking like the. Uh, I mean, the Rebels haven't played just yet, right? Oh no, they did. They won. Uh, the Red Bulls, no, no, they they had a bye, so they That's play. Right, they, they have a bye. They, they play DC on Sunday. So they play DC on Sunday. Uh, do we want to? Because I said I think the Galaxy were going to win, so that's obviously wrong. Uh, do we, we said we said we said Dallas or uh, or the Galaxy. Yeah, and Dallas still in it. Dallas still in it. Yeah, they are, they're playing Seattle on Sunday. So it's a big Sunday's a big. This uh, one's going to be a big one. Four games: uh, DC against the Red Bulls, uh, Portland against Vancouver, Montreal against Columbus. And Seattle against Dallas. The last game we didn't talk about was Portland, Kansas City. Which we know, 38 minutes of nothing but penalty kicks. <laughs> that uh, Incredibly long penalty shootout. Yeah. Uh, very exciting game. Which, by the way, I know people hate when I say this. I think it makes the league look bad. Uh, long penalty kicks. No, just the fact that so many missed completely the goal. I oh, mean, sure. I Matt mean, Beasley, that one was bad. That was uh, Jack Jewsbury, I think. <laughs> I think someone in the upper deck got a got a souvenir. I, I thought I, they didn't the, ask him to. He was so the ball went so far. They asked him not to throw it back because they didn't want to hurt anyone. That's how far. The ball. when it you know when it comes back into yeah. the atmosphere, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to burn yeah. up. It's, yeah, it's too much. <laughs> just yeah. leave it there. Uh, Matt Matt Beasley, what is the thing? Uh, uh, there's a name for it when you try to chip the goal. Pe- 
keeper from the penalty. There's a, a name for oh, it. Oh, uh, I forgot what it's called. God, uh, I know it. It's, it's a dude's name. Yeah, I forgot it. But God. Messi's like the one who's like the best at it. Yeah, yeah. He tries to do it's that. It's not the. It's something with a P. I can't remember right now. Uh, uh, uh Beezer tried to do that. Yeah, it that's looked, not a Beezer. That's not a it's, center back. It's move. bad. It looked bad. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It just, it just so many. Those keepers were on their gay game. The keeper, though. the keeper was one, one of the one keepers. Who won what it. is it, Ka- Kawasari? What, uh, whatever his Kawasara, name is, Kawasara, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had to, he he put in the final goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he turns around. He's like, "Do I got to do it all here? I mean, I got to kick him in. I got to stop him from going uh, in." You know. Uh, so, so uh, in conclusion, you know, this has been, you know, the, the first time I've really, really focused on the, the uh, MLS playoffs. And boy, is it exciting! Oh huh? my god, I'm so happy. Yeah, I, I had a I had a great time watching. I'm glad you're focusing on them because uh, now I don't have to watch them alone. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of excitement going on. I wish NYCFC was in there. But boy, would we have been demolished by some of these teams, man. They are very good. Uh, I, you know, I got a little feeling that Montreal might be able to sneak this whole thing out. Oh, if they play like they did against Toronto. I, I, I would say in the East, I don't know who. Um, See, the Red Bulls play that pressure game. Too, I think so the Red Bulls. I don't know. I think out of the East, I think the Red Bulls are going to get out. We'll I, see. We'll you see. know, a lot of those players are playing up. So we'll see if they can stay. Mm-hmm. A lot like the Mets uh, with uh, Daniel Murphy hasn't really been doing much. So if, you know, <laughs> got a couple hits. They got know? a couple guys he like can't hit home runs every single. Well, well, that's supposed to be what he's doing. <laughs> that big of a homophobe, <laughs> you got to be able to play your sport well. That is uh, so. Anyway, like there's a couple people that are playing up. You know, playing well above their level at the Red Bulls right now. And I know Rebel fans are going to be mad at me, but Grella has been playing out of his mind. Yeah. You know, question seems to be settling. You got the both uh, Wright Phillips brothers uh, playing really well. So we'll see. We'll see if this can continue. If it does, uh, more power to them. And I will say this before we finish this segment. Um, uh, we will get the name and we'll put it on at the end of this. Uh, maybe I'll say it at the beginning of the next segment. Um, but they're bringing 150 kids uh, from the um, uh, YMCA, or, uh, the youth group from Newark. Uh, they're giving them tickets to the next playoff game, the one against D.C., um, 150 kids who would not be able to go. So I will say this. Those are the fans doing it. I believe um, it is the uh, Empire Supporters Group. I'm, oh, okay. I'm not 100% sure if it's just them or if it's everyone. But one of their fans who who f- we follow each other on uh, in, on Twitter posted about it. I think it's awesome. They're doing a GoFundMe for it. I don't know if they've already reached their goal. But if they haven't, uh, maybe we'll post. Uh, we'll tweet it out through the Cooligans as well. Um, absolutely wonderful. It doesn't matter whether you like the Rebels or not. Getting uh, young kids who wouldn't be able to afford to go to the game on their own, getting them off the street for one night so yeah. they can watch soccer, the sport we all love. I could so, not be more thankful, especially for the city I grew up in. Uh, again, Rebels fans, you know, yeah. you guys do some classy things, and this is absolutely one of them. Support those kids from Newark so they can make it to the yearbook the next year. <laughs> the next year. It is and <laughs> everyone can tell them how they don't take anything seriously. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> really hurt my heart. I'm still talking about it. And that was eighth grade, which was only a couple years ago because I'm a young guy. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back after this break. All right. Sound good? Abdul Salam. And he puts it off one post and then the other. Level at five. This is the 10th penalty for Shive. It will be with the left foot, Dia. And he buries it. And we go on. Quarase. And he buries it calmly. He can't have any film on John Kempen. Kempen taking no time, and it's punched away by Clarissae, and the Timbers move on. Sporting Kansas City had every opportunity here. We're back. We are back, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Premier League. Uh, Fun league so far. You now have a team. I do. 
Uh, we know the previous week they lost to Arsenal. I think that's all we have to talk about, right? <laughs> I mean, we don't have to talk There's about. There's not, nothing else happened. Playing I, in the Capital One Cup. I we watched. Don't have to talk about that. I watched that game. Obviously, it was very focused on it. Yeah, uh, had a lot invested. Yeah, you know, uh, bragging rights. That's the fir- that's the first game, right? There's one more. There's one left, or they did they already have the first? Yeah, one? no, they no. There's a uh, home and away. So you played at our house. Now we have to play at your house. Yes, if uh, I'm not mistaken. I'm yeah, check that. Uh, so. I mean, so this is this is like this was the first match I watched where I'm like, these guys better win because I do not want to hear any <laughs> sass from Alexis's mouth. Oh, it's all sass, baby. <laughs> and uh, I had I I mean I have to give credit. Arsenal is just a force, man. They you they couldn't have looked worse. They <laughs> no no it's not it's I don't think Everton looked bad. It's Come just, on. I watched the game, too. You guys couldn't sustain possession. I think it's it's a lot. I think it had a lot to do. I didn't think they looked, you know, I didn't, I'm not going to say they looked terrible, but I do think Arsenal looked amazing. Yeah, I mean, and this is the thing about Arsenal this year is uh, we haven't had our typical Arsenal moment of losing badly with our A squad, with our first 11. Um, first game of the season, we lost 2-1 to one to, to West Ham. West Ham's proven to be a really good team this year, so... Um, you know, it, I, I think it was bad only because we didn't look prepared. Um, but I know you didn't choose Arsenal, but if you did, the one thing you got to look out for is one of those like, you know, eight, two man United type, you know, of losses where we just look absolutely terrible. Uh-huh. And we really haven't had that yet. Cause we seem to like really be clicking at an early point in the season, which we normally don't do. So for an Arsenal fan, it's like, we're not, we don't have to play catch up, but we're not like kind of in like second place and yeah, not yeah. sure if we're going to stay there. It seems like we're the only club right now that can compete with Man City, and it feels really good because, boy, is Man U shit in the bed every chance they get. <laughs> yeah, they're not looking too great. I mean, I think the bigger problem they have is, uh, you know, who, I don't know what Wayne Rooney means to the team anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, besides 300,000 pounds a week. <laughs> I, look, either either you – I mean, what did he have? 55%, uh, 55% shot. Uh, I mean, pass, passing accuracy, zero shots, zero shots on goal. Also, also, I mean, to their to his defense, that was one of the worst games, I, maybe in history. I, I've never oh seen such boring. I feel bad for people life. who were like, you know, I'm finally going to give the sport a chance. <laughs> yeah, big game, the yeah. Manchester Derby. Let's. Uh, this is the one they've been talking about for months. They were advertising for months. It was. It was terrible. It oh, was so it was... so boring. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. Uh, they were a TV execs just slamming things on the table. <laughs> It was hard to watch. Really hard to watch. Yeah, so um, it ended 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, very, very dull game. But so back to the uh, the Arsenal game. Right. Santi Cazorla. Uh, <laughs> the sound of a, of someone he just played against. <laughs> just, I, look, I mean, obviously he plays such a central role. Uh, just, he's like, he's like Davi Silva, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of. He's more of like... Um, He's kind of like a tiny Yaya Tori. Like he's not going to okay. break up a play, but he sort of comes in from behind. You know, he's he feeds our front line, mm-hmm. which includes a lot of our midfielders. Which before he was the Ozil, you know, before, and now yeah. he's he's taking sort of some uh, somewhat of a step back role. And man, is he doing a great job of it? He he really is. And and that's the thing I was noticing. Like there there was no sort of central person to 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 feed the ball through for yeah. Everton. There was everyone was sort of like Nate Smith and Barkley. They were just like we got to do something. Yeah, get yeah. it to the wings, we'll make something happen. Yeah, and uh, Lukaku barely touched the ball. Yeah. Uh there's just a 
it's like a lack of i mean it's just i mean simply put it's a lack of chemistry yeah. uh which which by the way is supposed to be roberto martinez's uh calling card and he i don't know what's happening he doesn't seem to have it yeah i mean they they are you know missing some players uh yeah sure uh every, you know every team is but this it's one thing one thing i like about everton is that there is you know arsenal seems like uh pretty they're like pretty yeah, they're, they're pretty boys that yeah, yeah. you know they play it's the beautiful game. Beautiful <laughs> soccer. There's nothing dirty about them. Exactly. If they slide on the floor and they get some mud, they go in and get changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I one thing I do like about Everton is it does feel very like this is the working class. Yeah. Man's team. You the, know, they bring lunch pails to work. Those guys. <laughs> Hard hats. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they're like Arsenal's eating <laughs> off of plates. <laughs> They've got servants. Yeah, not Everton. Everton's like enough of that. So that's that's a thing I like. We're bringing they, a thermos. They seem very very gritty. Yeah, and that is a thing that is. I think to, a lot of fans love that about. Yeah, them it's too. very appealing to me. Uh, you know, as far as the identity of the team, but when it comes to uh, you know, we, we there, there, it'd be nice to have some of that uh, beauty uh, among <laughs> within each yeah. other. You know. Every once in a while, you know, just <laughs> you do know, a couple, of string a couple of passes together exactly. that you don't put, have to put, gut out. You know, put on a little makeup. You yeah, know, we're going yeah. out. Come on, huh? <laughs> it's a big, it's Do you going to wear Jordans? <laughs> you going to wear Jordans out to dinner? It's a nice place. They got tablecloths. You know. Yeah. Just like, you know. You got to have one suit in the closet is what you're saying. Have yeah, one suit, one this, tie. This would have been a good night to wear it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just a little bit of beauty goes a long way. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, that's why people love Everton. And, you know, I got to be honest, when... When Arsenal's playing beautiful football and it's not working, we get frustrated and we want these guys to gut it out, which, you know, they did last year uh, when they went to uh, Borussia Dortmund. Um, and, you know, Arsene Wenger always opposed to that. And it was Ozil who led the led the pack and saying, hey, we need to, we should gut it a bit and we should not park the bus, but let's not have such a high defensive line mm-hmm. and hit him on the attack. I think it'll work against them. And it did. And it, it did. And they did that for a lot of the away matches towards the end of last season. And it's, it seems to be something that's carried over into this season, which is we can play beautiful at home, but when we go to you know enemy territory, we might have to gut out the wins a little more. And you know what? Those extra six to nine points that you win by playing that way when you have to, that's enough to win the league sometimes. Yeah, I know. And so we do have a little bit more of that now. And me as an Arsenal fan, I, I, my biggest fear of Arsene Wenger leaving is that we stop playing the beautiful game. You know, We start going back to that hoofing it long or 4-4-2. I don't want that. But man, when students started winning, I was like, oh, this is isn't so bad i'd rather take three points and play however the hell we have to sure you know cynical football if you want to call it but whatever we have to do to win which is why people love everton man they kind of tried the line between the two they're closer to your working you know your your working man's style of game where everyone goes out and tries real hard you know naismith being one of the guys you know yeah. right up at the top there but uh yeah scottish messy scottish messy <laughs> similar to our west nyack messy and tommy tommy mcnamara uh which more? I mean, look, funly, Arsenal lost in the Capital One Cup. Uh, they did. So did Chelsea, and, and much, much. I mean, look, we lost to a, a team where their manager said they had a ten percent chance of winning, <laughs> and we lost three 0 But here's what happened: two injuries back to back for the same position. Walcott and yeah, uh, and Oxley Chamberlain. Yeah. Um, and here's the other thing: it's a bunch of kids in there. I think the worst part of this is like you've got a bunch of seventeen year olds in there playing against men who've never. 
you know, they, these guys are playing for their mortgages and their family. And you've got these kids that, you know, are, are entitled and, you know, uh, silver spooned at these academies. You know, it's not the same. You're not going to play at the same level. And you hope that these kids' confidence is in shot moving forward because that's what would happen to me. I was as with I was, all the confidence. That I, I was watching the the I, the Everton uh, match uh, for the Capital One Cup against Norwich. Yeah, and I was really mo- throughout the whole thing. I was thinking, what is the Capital One Cup? Why are they playing this yeah. game? I don't know because it seems very unimportant. But nobody wants to lose. Yeah. So I don't really understand. So I I, I like had to look it up on Wikipedia. I'm like, what is the Capital One Cup. Why yeah. is it important? And whatever. Well, they have two cups: the domestic cup and the football league cup. Okay. So football league is a level you reach to beyond semi-pro. So the football league is all the way from League Two, League One, yes, Championship, Premier League. So it's just those teams. The FA Cup, you know, not a pub league team, but like anyone could win the FA Cup. It's the whole country. Okay. Uh, which is why it's exciting. Kind of like the U.S. Open Cup is that way. Um, if there was a cup of just NASL, USL, and uh, MLS cup, uh, MLS player teams, that would be the okay. Capital One Cup. And the reason why it has a different name, it used to be the Carlin Cup a few years ago, now it's the Capital It's because it's really, I mean, it's important, and it's great, yeah, good for you. It's No one really cares about it, except the lower-level teams, because it's a chance for them to get extra money. Yeah, cause, and it seems, so that that's one of the things I was looking at, uh, yeah. which was, what is the... What is the incentive to one be in this tournament yeah. and also want to win? And for if you're a team in the Premier League, there's no real incentive to even None. play in this tournament because the money you you make more money from the TV deal than yeah. you get from winning this yeah. tournament. So yeah. this, it's not that big a deal. So it almost seems like uh, there's they, especially with the Walcott injury and, and Oxley Chamberlain, like well maybe they shouldn't have even played. Yeah, which is what everyone is saying and what I believe as well. They should just send the kids into this thing. Yeah. And the backups, you know, like Flamini and guys like that that could use like a competitive match since they're not getting a lot of uh, first team time. Yeah. Send them guys in. Send Arteta over there, you know. Yeah. Uh, send Devushi. Send, Ch- uh, you know, uh, uh, Chalmers. Send all those guys, you know, like all the guys that aren't getting first. Yeah. You know, I heard first that 11. They're, they're calling up uh, Joel Campbell. Yeah, he was he was in the uh, he was in the. I mean, like he's not he's not doing that great, yeah, you yeah. know. But again, without Walcott, I mean, yeah, that means Giroud plays and you need a backup. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as I don't like Giroud, man, he's played well the times he's been in. You know, mm-hmm. seems like he's got a little bit more of a fire under his ass, and not just from the herpes. Uh, you know, he's, he's got. <laughs> thank you for half laughing at that. <laughs> um, he's got it from you know having someone like Walcott who wants to play more central and getting that starting position. So. Look, it's fun as an Arsenal fan to watch, but I wish we wouldn't have played it. And if these if these injuries last for a long time, I'm going to be very upset. I'm going to be sure. very upset. Uh, Everton did win in penalties uh, for the Capital One Cup. Yeah. Uh, so I, I believe maybe it's it, a chance for you guys to get some silverware. Yeah, they're in the quarterfinals, I believe. Uh, and we'll see if I uh, am going to care. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how the games can go. Well, if, it's, if it's the only chance at silverware, you're going to care. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. that's how that goes. Uh, last one, uh, West Ham beat Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, really, whatever. Chelsea's just been losing. Really yeah. not much of a story. Hazard apparently wants to leave the club, <laughs> which is what took you so long, Hazard. <laughs> but the big thing was uh, uh, Mourinho got... Uh, benched. I mean, he got he got. Did you see? He got sent to yeah. like the stand. He couldn't be uh, on the sidelines because yeah. uh, during halftime, he apparently went uh, to the referees room or yeah. office or whatever and yelled at them and and they told him well bad boy go to the corner yeah, which is what all of what you're not supposed to do 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like some bylaw yeah. for uh, for FIFA to not go where the referees are yeah, and, and yell at them. them. Yeah, that's almost <laughs> the also, first thing you're not supposed to do. It's also one on four. Yeah. You're not- <laughs> yeah, yeah. And those guys are in great shape. Uh, he pulled the more relaxed Jermaine Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was interesting to me that I, I have never heard of that happening. Like, I can't picture a. Uh, a baseball manager getting sent to the you know the eighth row in the stands. Yeah, if, if you're allowed to stay, but you've got to go. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta go watch from yeah, over there. Don't come down here over there. Because so, wouldn't if you get a red card, you have to go into the locker room. You yeah. cannot watch the game. But they so throughout the whole second half, it's just the camera in like the box seats yeah. watching Mourinho like mm, yeah. mm, mm, pouting, pouting, pouting. Yeah. Yeah. very sad, <laughs> which is. The, the amount of theater yeah. that that creates is crazy. Yeah. Why? Uh, wh- and also, he knows there's a camera on him now. <laughs> so he's almost even more Mourinho. What is this? Is this a thing that's allowed? This seemed like... This is Mourinho ball, baby. <laughs> this is what happens this when you let him in the league. It, 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 it seemed incredibly distracting. If Mourinho became the NYCFC manager, would you be excited, happy, okay with it, or sad? I, I would be... Uh, I, would, I wouldn't be sad. I would be excited and, I guess, concerned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, cautiously excited. But I would, obviously, like, uh, you know, he has, a, he has the resume that you can't dismiss. Sure. You know, he, like, he wins. He can go to any team he wants. It's, yeah. it's not, that, you know, that much of a, 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 a it, there's a risk, clearly, but it's yeah. like, well. Well, he's got the two-year bug. That's him. Like, he does it, and then the next year, everyone hates him. Two years, and then the third year, everyone hates him. And and his team, his players break down, which is what's happening to Hazard, and he wants out. Yeah. So, let's see. Maybe Hazard ends up on uh, Everton. That would be good for you. There's that guy to deliver those, uh, you know, the playmaker that you need. We'll see. Yeah. So, that's the Premier League. A lot of exciting stuff happening. Still kind of in the beginning. Um, so, a lot of exciting stuff. But I will say, if you guys love the Premier League, um, and you want to see some really exciting football, watch the MLS playoffs, even though we just talked about it. Watch that as well. Again, the Audi MLS playoffs. We're not getting paid to do this. We're doing this <laughs> because we love the league. We just love Audi. Yeah, just like those four <laughs> British guys in the New York Times. <laughs> so we'll be back. We're going to talk about something that I think is going to be kind of exciting. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, soccer-themed uh, costumes for Halloween. Ooh, oh, yeah. Very scary. Uh, <laughs> so we'll talk about a few things like what we might dress up as, and then we want you guys to let us know via Twitter how you're going to dress up. We'll talk about that as soon as we get back from these break, from this Hi, break. guys. Adam McCauley yeah. for Full Time Devils. I'm outside Old Trafford. I'm with Andy. United have lost on penalties against Borough. Uh, what just happened, Andy? Utter garbage from uh, start to finish. I'll have to blame this one on Louis Van Gaal as well. The only positive were the kids tonight. Hooray. Pereira, Martial, Lindergaard, Wilson before he got injured, that is the only positive. Wayne Rooney, he's passed it. I'm sorry, mate. Come next summer, get him out the door. We need some inspirational signings next summer. He's absolutely garbage. People have paid hard-earned money tonight to, to watch that. I'm sorry, but we're supposed to be challenging for trophies and you, you play 90 minutes of utter garbage like that. It falls down to Louis Van Gaal as well. Yeah. Sticking side show Bob up front for the, you know what I mean? Do you think it says a lot about the team that we've played 120 minutes against Borough and we've had to resort to putting Fellaini up top to try and get a goal and even then we didn't look like scoring. What's going on there? Pass, pass football, no end product, no attacking minded players at all. 
They're scared. They can't express themselves, and it's down to the manager. Well, I'll back Louis van Gaal all the way, but something's got to change. He, he, he needs to wake up and smell the coffee because we've got big matches coming up now. And if we want to challenge for the Premier League title and go well in Europe, he's got, he's got to wake up. He's better than David Moyes. I know he is. We all know he is. But wake up and smell the coffee. Do you, mean, do you know what I mean? Yeah. We are. Hey, uh, we're back. We uh, are, hey. We are, hey. Yeah. Uh, Halloween's ha- coming. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yeah. Are you a big fan of Halloween? I hate it. Do I you? absolutely hate it. Because yeah. you always, you're always fat, whatever, <laughs> right? Well, fat Halloween costume. Not, not the reason why I hated it, but it is now. You really you really came here ready to roll, didn't you, today? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You kid. know, we're building chemistry. It's great. We're oh, friends. boy, are we? Yeah, it's starting to feel like a little bit like acid that's burning my skin, this chemistry. Whoa. All right. Uh, I'm not... I'm not a, uh, a huge fan of Halloween either. Yeah, so, I don't dress up. Do you dress up? I, I look. Uh, some of my friends they would have a Halloween party every year. My my Colombian friends and yeah. they. God forbid they don't have a party for something. <laughs> they party, bro. Oh, bomb. <laughs> but they would. Uh, they would have a Halloween competition. The last like maybe six years, they would have a Halloween competition. I won the first year wearing uh, just a banana costume, <laughs> and I. I I don't even know why. Probably it was such your face sticking out of it looked like the bruises <laughs> it gets in the bodega. <laughs> they were this costume was the absolute hit of the party. <laughs> really, just the banana. They started calling me Banano, right? <laughs> For and they still do to this day. That's hilarious. That is my nickname when I hang out with the Sanchez family. Uh, they <laughs> constantly call me Banano. It was such a huge hit. And then every do you know why? I don't know why. Is it just because it's like a phallic symbol? I think it was just like it, it was such a silly thing. Yeah. And a lot of them, uh, a lot of the family just at the time, they had only been in uh, in the U.S. for like a year. So they had I, I don't think they really just saw anyone being like so silly on halloween right like when someone dresses up like the cow like the cow that's saying yeah you love that right yeah like it's just, those, look at the udders right so it, it, it just made everyone laugh <laughs> they just loved it it was it was the costume was like 18 dollars. it was not that yeah. i didn't think much about it and then uh every year after they have been going crazy like just over the top with their costumes uh they have a competition they have like real prizes now like you can win like a hundred dollar like best buy card like they have wow. a, a real uh, uh this real incentive it's just a family it's just a family <laughs> i mean it's a huge family yeah uh, obviously it's not three people <laughs> so uh some th- there was one year the the winner came as uh, celia cruz and very she, nice she had uh like fake uh, uh, fake butt and fake boobs, uh, uh, you know, padded. All this—it yeah. was so funny. The makeup was crazy. Nicki Minaj goes to this thing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, because of them, the last couple of years I've been a little bit more into it, but still I haven't gone. I don't go over the top. Last year I played—I I was Tiger Woods. Okay, just a easy look for you. Very easy look. Polo <laughs> slacks. <laughs> People knew exactly. Yeah, as I soon mean, as you walked, I, I can. It doesn't matter what I wear. They think I'm always trying to be. Yeah. Tiger Woods. <laughs> oh look, Tiger Woods is a banana. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no matter what. You know. Exactly, Tiger Wabanana. <laughs> uh, but I'm a I'm a little bit excited for. I Hall- think we should dress up a little bit, like uh, we talked about doing uh, like a soccer theme. Yeah, I I think uh I so I have a uh, I have my mixed disc jersey right, uh, and I was thinking of going. You know, I have boots, I have the whole deal. Uh, I was thinking of going because uh, I have a blonde wig also. So it's like mix who uh, sat in the sun for too long. <laughs> yeah, a little bit tanner, hair's sure. a little bit lighter. Yeah, beginning of the season mix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Summer mix. <laughs> it's a little summer mix disc Yeah, I think that'll be well, fun. Well, there's never, I don't think there's been a fat player, so I can't, 
<laughs> no matter what player I wear, look, it's Fat Vigo or Fat. <laughs> or like when I when my original podcast to show me your bits, it's one of those like silhouette. Uh, it's like one of those shadow photos of me. Okay. And it yeah, looks yeah. just like um, the TIFO they used for Pirlo. So it was a couple years before he was here, and someone, some, one of my European fans put, look, it's Fat Pirlo. <laughs> Thank you. So I don't get to wear that. But I'm thinking of maybe going something a bit more creative, like maybe I'll dress up as Javinko. I'll just have my nephew who's five years old. Oh, yeah. Just wear it, because I'm sure it's the same size. <laughs> it's boots exactly, and everything. Yeah, you, can, you get the normal extra large, and it will yeah, fit. Game worn. <laughs> game worn. <laughs> Match worn. It will fit him perfectly. I'm like, my nephew. This is getting a little too tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody wash this? <laughs> yeah. My nephew, who's five, would fit right into it. Uh, I think I, you know, I, I'm considering uh, going as uh, the zombie paratrooper. That the fifth came, jumper? The fifth jumper that disappeared uh, at Yankee Stadium uh, Boy, on the final game. Remember, we were all like, where'd he go? <laughs> For those of you who weren't at the match, they had five parachuters jump out. And a lot of their army guys or their armed force guys. And yeah. A lot of people do that. Four of them landed. Four of them landed. In Very well. One of them tumbled, but well, it's fine. They were all safe. Exactly. I mean, they jumped from, uh, you know, a must have been like a, a thousand feet. There's a video of it. Did you see the video? There's I a GoPro the on the first it's, it's guy. It's incredible. It's insane. And uh, so four of them landed safely yeah. in, you know, in center field. Yeah. Uh, center and, pitch. And yeah. and one guy missed. Missed. He missed the Yankee Stadium. stadium. Yeah. I don't know where we he We saw was. him go <laughs> past, though, the first baseline. We don't know where he landed. Yeah. he. I think he was aiming for the old Yankee Stadium. <laughs> he didn't he, realize. They didn't give him the correct GPS coordinates. Yeah. You can look down, but the coordinates are wrong. <laughs> Uh, he just disappeared behind the stadium. Yeah. And you could hear the crowd was really excited. And then all of a sudden, all of us on our side were like, very, where'd that other guy go? Yeah, we were very concerned. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Just have like a parachute with like tree branches going through it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. With an empanada. You got to hold an empanada because he landed in the empanada lady. And I was like, whatever. I landed. I must have got an empanada. Uh, and the churro lady. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I was thinking. I thought maybe if we go to the party together. You know, you could dress up as Jurgen Klinsmann, and I'll dress up as a gold cup, and I'll just stay away from you the entire <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> Every time you walk in a room, I walk out. <laughs> just, you know, I'll just and be I'll hanging just, out with Mexicans. I just got to sleep. Yeah, just pouting. Like, is it nine? Whatever you Why is he always with the Mexican? Are you sure he was just here? He hung out with me a couple years ago. What happened? Oh, my goodness. So we could do that? That would be that? That could be good. Or we can... How about NYCFC at a playoff party? And then everyone everyone would just be like, what are you doing here? What you doing here? What are you doing here? I don't think you're allowed in this party. Please. Please leave. Yeah, uh, every <laughs> Drogba gets the chips before everyone else. Well, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> the, the 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 playoff party is just uh, like uh, the Facebook invite is like, don't tell NYCFC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hang out with Pirlo, but he's not allowed in. <laughs> Meanwhile, my nephew's running around dressed as Javinko. <laughs> oh man, that would be funny. That would be I think fun. that would be a lot of fun. I I, uh, I, I think people uh, send us some uh, you know some soccer Halloween ideas. Yeah, I'm sure that some of these people out here got some some great ideas. Yeah, you know, you could be anything. Like I was thinking of maybe dressing up as like the, um, like we could take your banana outfit and mm-hmm. I'll wear a patch of grass with your banana outfit over it and I'll be that patch of grass that Steven Gerrard slipped on famously when he played for Liverpool. You know what? I, that's Cost him the league. That's very funny. Initially, I was I was because like, I didn't know what you were about to say and I'm like, yeah. is this going to be one of those racist <laughs> soccer things? He's not going to like throwing banana peels on the oh, pitch. Oh gosh, no, <laughs> God no. I was like. Alexis, really? Yeah, come on, Alexis. You're taking it too far. <laughs> yeah, that's just my way of getting back at you for all these awesome <laughs> roast jokes you've been tossing at me. 
yeah, no, I would say just the patch of grass that uh, <laughs> okay. Stephen Jarrod slipped on. That's perfect. Yeah, so everyone, put your arms down. No se- one's tailing a cat in here. <laughs> Send us uh, some ideas. Tweet us. Come uh, on, Cooligans fans, you got some yeah. great ideas. What would you dress up as? Would you dress up as as uh, you know? Would you be Christ's office and just have an empty chair because he got fired? <laughs> Something along those lines. What do you want? Come sure. on, what do you want to dress up as? Let us know. And uh, if it's funny, we'll retweet you. Tweet at us. Post it on our Instagram. We will repost it. We'll figure out how to do that. Or screen cap it and put it up and we'll yeah, tag yeah. you in it. Of course, we'll tag you guys in it. Or if you want, leave us a message on our hotline. Uh, we would love if you guys were to do that. And we will be more than happy to um, you know, post that up, whatever it is you want. We want to let everyone know uh, what you guys are thinking. So whatever it is, it's funny. And by the way, if you do call our hotline, we have some stuff on there for you to leave a message on, uh, for us on. 646-598-8721. That's it. 646-598-8721. And leave us a message. Tell us what you want to dress up as Halloween. If it's funny, do we'll play it, and we'll obviously give you guys credit. And uh, let us know. First, uh, the three things we want to know, changes you want to see, uh, for, for next year for NYCFC yeah, yeah. your best moment uh, as NYCFC or best uh, mo- the toughest moment uh, this year so leave us something with all four of those on there what would you dress up as as Halloween toughest moment best moment and uh, changes you want to see next year yeah. yeah, this was a fun episode. This man. was fun. We we and we are sitting here in the dark. Just yeah, the, the sun's <laughs> the gone, sun down, gone down, and none of us have gone up to turn the light on. <laughs> no, we but just thank y- God for our computer screens. <laughs> we can see each other a little bit. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, we're the Cooligans. We absolutely love you guys. We've got some awesome messages already on our hotline. Again, that number is six four six five nine eight eight seven two one. Guys, call us. We have some uh, huge names that have already left us some messages that we're going to play for you. Uh, some really big deal. Uh, uh, big deal guys in uh, the soccer community so if you are a fan hey even if you're not a fan of nycfc but you respect or don't respect what we do leave us a message we yeah. want to hear what you think again that is the cooligans hotline 646-598-8721 let I, us know i want to hear some mean messages too. yeah That'd let's get nice. some mean ones in there you know <laughs> maybe polanco could just leave one for me and it'll be super mean like he has been today which by the way i love great sure. great yeah. use uh guys this has been an, a really fun episode make sure you leave us a message follow us subscribe do at, all those things at soccer cooligans uh follow alexis at not alexis follow me at chris polanco yeah uh and you'll see us around yeah come on baby we'll do it uh not just because it's the off season does not mean we will stop oh yeah even after the mls cup who do you guys have let us know let us know your halloween costumes leave us a message we look forward to hearing from you and retweeting you and doing all those wonderful things thanks, thanks so much for listening take care